Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Broadening this out a little bit, uh, Harper, Philadelphia is 6-1. They're at Washington. San Francisco's five and two, but they're banged up, and they're at Cincinnati against Joe Burrow and banged up. Detroit's five and two. They're uh, at home against uh, the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Can the Falcons actually start to think about not only the South? When's the last time Detroit's been on Monday Night Football? At right, home? right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you always think, oh, they got it's that Thanksgiving day. thing, but no, it's been a long time. Falcons are at four and three. You know, if yeah. they can win today, suddenly they may be playing themselves. You know, Philadelphia's the best team, right? But is San Francisco at five and two and Detroit at five and two not catchable? I mean, oh, could you be catchable? Definitely catchable. <sighs> We've gone through the schedule already. I mean, like this Falcons team, I think a lot of the upside for what you know, a, a record that people would have thought was over overly optimistic going into the season. I think that's still there for the Falcons potentially. I think they could go on a run. Well, yeah, absolutely, they could. But if you're in one of those two cities that you mentioned, with Philadelphia or San Francisco, I'm happier if I'm in Pennsylvania than I am in California right now. Because Purdy's situation and, you know, they, they looked invincible about two, three weeks ago. And now they're kind of eh, a little bit above average. So the 49ers, they've got some things that they, they got to work out. Mm-hmm. They're still a great place to be. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in their own first place. And, but, um, again, we're, our rise has got other people. Well, who's going to win that worst division in all of football? Mm-hmm. Oh, is Atlanta going to take it this year? Ah, eh, so what? It- but if the Falcons continue to persist – and grind on offense, and with the defense as good as it is right now, and the, and the schedule that we have, uh, there could be week 12, 13, 14, where everybody in the country is going to go, hey, how about that team down in Atlanta? Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of the Vikings last year, where it's like, I think a lot of people recognize that the Vikings weren't the best team in the NFL or the best team in the NFC, but they had a record, they, you know, they were winning games, and they certainly had a harder record than the Falcons do Well, the this defense, year. they couldn't stop anybody. Right, exactly. Like It was clearly not like a, a well-rounded football team, and I think you could say the same thing for the Falcons, even despite the fact that we're, what we're talking about here, which is them potentially winning all these games, which is possible because you just have things that line up really favorably for you uh, from this point going forward. And I think that a part of it is the 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 way that the team is playing, the fact that you have a defense that's going to keep you in every single game, give you a chance. you got a to top win. 10 defense versus a bottom three yeah, defense yeah. with Minnesota. Yeah. That, to me, is the biggest difference. If, yeah. Hey, if you can't score against us, worst we're going to do is tie. Yeah. But there, there's some great things that are happening here. And we, again, if we can figure some things out offensively and get to the point where we go from – 30th to 25th to 20th. We're top 10. The sky's the limit. Yeah, they, I, I, I want, I'm this close to wanting to be really, I mean, off my off the hook here, bullish on this team. Further and, than you already are? Yeah, because I said at the beginning of the year, I said, this is a 10 win team. And I said, 
I, I, the other quote I had is, this is a team that you're not going to want to play by week 14. Because I figured that, what is the NFL above all, guys? It's a war of attrition. Mm-hmm. And one thing yeah. the Falcons had is depth. And I looked at the depth on defense, and I started going down second and third string going, we got former starters that are third string guys now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so we've got depth. So if we do incur injury, some, some teams incur injury, and we'll be talking about the injuries to Tennessee today, yeah. and, and it's not next man up because there is no next man up. And there was no next man up really for the Falcons over the last couple of years until this year, yeah. and there's next man up on defense. And now suddenly there's your three deep at running back. You know, in theory, you're two deep at quarterback. You know, you're, you're deep at you're three deep at tight end. This team, uh, you know, even offensively has some depth. Offensive line, maybe not so much, mm-hmm. but in other places they are seriously deep. And so, therefore, by the time you get to that, you know, battle tested, you know, week fourteen here, okay, you know what? They're going to be a team that you don't want to play. Yeah, they've been conscious, especially. I'm thinking about it, as far as the depth goes on the defensive line, like really developing some of these younger players, giving them the amount of reps that they need, the game reps that they need to really develop their games. And I think that's been great to Ryan, see Ryan Nielsen doing this thing where they've been rotating, kind of doing more hockey line shifts. And even a guy like LaCale London last week got 44% of the defensive snaps. And then he actually, the team goes out and signs him onto a two-year contract. So good for him. But also that just goes to show the development that these guys are going through. And to your point, John, just adding a lot of depth to this roster. But as far as war attrition goes, knock on wood for the Falcons, but they've also been very healthy so far this year. So that's another thing kind of working in their favor that a lot of teams are are dealing with. Yeah. I The depleted practice squad that's going to be something i mean tennessee's already going deep into it i've, I've got yeah. a p- page here all this yellow these are guys that are hurt yeah now, many, we'll, we'll many have, been, have been cleared but i'm just saying there's there's gonna be guys in their lineup that are you know th- this is their first action of the season where the falcons don't have that same issue thank god we mm-hmm. we don't you know maybe it's because we're rotating guys and we're doing it but uh, the, the injury bug has been something that we haven't had to talk about at all this year, except with the exception of uh, Anderson. Yeah, Troy Anderson is the only one, and and the, and the well, defense Avery, could have arguably Avery gotten Williams. better right? a- with them going out when they Lamb him. Avery Williams. Avery Williams has been a big one. He, yeah, the punt, the punt return Please game. Has been, yeah, all right, yeah. Avery, you're yeah. right. That happened in OTAs. Though, so. All right, I understand, but it still yeah. counts. Yeah. Um, so now I guess what I'm trying to get to here, uh, Harper, and this is why you know you know for all the years you played in the league, I'm, I'm and I know Joe's inside the locker room far more than I am. Uh, there, there's. I had a, a caller uh, to my old, to when I was doing you know the talk show on the weekends uh, and before the season, who was calling me up and saying you know hey um, you know what makes you think that this is Mel, a ten- did you have Mel call you well yeah I had Mel call me <laughs> what makes you think this is a ten win team and then he gets back to me when we uh, lose uh, uh, the game to uh, Jacksonville and he starts uh, you know uh, t- texting me same guy. And he says to me after the Jacksonville game, because he didn't think we were a 10-win team, and he oh, you still think they're a 10-win team? And now, and we start talking, and he's like, well, I don't understand why, I don't know why I'm engaging with this guy, but I am. And he says, <laughs> I don't understand why uh, the defense is uh, not calling out the offense. And, and, and the only reason, my only answer to him was, the defense isn't called, because, okay, you're a team, but also because I think the defense looks at the offense and says, if you can get out of your own way, like they haven't over the last couple of weeks, if you could just get out of your own way, we're going to be a pretty darn good football team. And we know, that's why I talked about at the beginning of the show here, the prize. I think they're starting to see what Joe sees, what I see, what you see. They're all going, oh, yeah, we can win this thing. Yeah. The veteran leadership that has been brought in, and what, you got seven guys on defense, just alone on seven that weren't here last year. And every one of them's going, I came here for a reason, and we're pretty dang close to being where we need to be defensively. Uh-huh. We're not perfect, but doggone, we're we're playing really well. We may not have as many interceptions as we would like to have, or you know, we're minus seven uh, on on takeaways, but that's okay. 
we're playing well. We're top 10 in everything else and top three in a lot of categories, especially yards and points given up. The reason why the defense isn't calling out the offense for performance is because that's what losers do. And, uh, and that's just frankly, th- th- this defense is so much more professional than that. Like, And, and that's what's so exciting to, to hear from these guys, which is when the offense is clearly struggling, the defense is clearly playing well. What you hear from the Falcons defensive players, I talked to Grady Jarrett about this, talked to Calais Campbell about this, is we have another level we can get to to make sure that we're getting wins. It's it's we don't even we're it's it's not on. Well, they don't say this, but like in what they're saying is expressing the fact that it's on the defense to make sure that they're that they're getting results that yeah. they want, and and they're not going to blame anybody else for that. Whether that's the offense, whether that's the weather, whether it's the coach, whatever it might be, it's they're not going to lay blame to anybody else. Real quick, let's just reverse that to where just a few years ago, when the Falcons' offense with Matt Ryan was as good as it was. And then they would give up a touchdown. What does the offense do? All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. We're up. Exactly. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. we got to do it again. So you flip that around, and now the defense, okay, let's get a turnover. Yeah. Let's and get you, the ball and back. you see that mentality manifesting on the field, too, I think, when you watch these games. They're just This defense just does not concede anything to anybody. Every yard that teams get on this Falcons defense is well-earned. It's well-fought for. R- real quick, have you asked Grady one-on-one where he's off the air, and he knows he's off the air, how happy he would be with all these different guys that he's got around him that he hasn't had in the past. I mean, he's had guys around him, but the results with Calais and with David and with uh, Caden and you know the rush that we're getting and the the pressure that's being taken off him I think he's gonna have a big day today he, I really do he's slipped in some lines before where he's like yeah we talked about like when talking about the players who come in the teams like yeah we, we talked about that this offseason you know so yeah. I, I think yeah, that, that was good. definitely this something is one of those the ones where work. you just kind of nod your head and yeah. go this is really good you guys yeah. get a, a sense that if they actually put together we haven't seen obviously anything remotely close to a complete game maybe a complete quarter yeah uh, against Green Bay in the fourth quarter, maybe a complete quarter, uh, but not a complete game. That if they actually played a complete game in one of these games, they'd beat somebody forty-four to three. Yeah, could be. It's, it's they have that. They have the potential to do that for sure. And that's what's so exciting to me about these last few weeks to see that the way Desmond has been throwing the football is you're seeing, starting to see the weapons kind of manifest. I think the way that Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith kind of envisioned having a player like Kyle Pitts who can make that play and make that catch and run that sets the team up for a game-winning field goal when you have less than a minute left on a drive. Like, that's the kind of thing where um, the offense is kind of starting to take the form that we all thought it could be, but clearly we weren't kind of seeing it in that to that extent in the first portions of the season. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's an exciting time. I don't know what's going to happen today. They yeah. can fall on their face again. Yeah, sure. Desmond Ritter, we could be talking about it come uh, tomorrow. Oh, my God, he did this and he did that. I can't believe that because, I mean, they blew a game to a team. They Look, they lost a game to the Commanders. They should never, ever, ever have lost. They are a far, far better team. Blew them the out on the stat sheet. I mean, far, they're just close. a far better team. Yeah. And so, I mean, and the, last week should have been – 31 to 10. Yeah. I mean, they're a far better team than Tampa. And that's where the rightful complaints come in about the turnover. Like, if you continue to turn the ball over like they have the last few weeks, then you are going to lose games that you shouldn't lose, like to the Commanders. This game, frankly, again, in Tampa could have been 30 to 10. Right. That's my, and that's the frustrating thing right now. That's why, because I think some people, I can't believe you're so bullish, but. Harper, you played. Is this not? Are you not seeing a team that if they continue to get better and they, they clean things up, that they're not just an NFC South? Are they actually a contender? Yeah, because last year, the year before, with with salary cap issues and all the other things, we were losing all of those close games. Now we're winning a few of them. Yeah, we've had some hiccups, but you know, four and three at the beginning of the year, everyone was said, "Ah, oh, that's." I'd be surprised. I'm surprised. 
I think three and four was what most people would be thinking, but turn that around and we're in first place after seven weeks. Not a lot of people were in that boat. There just weren't. We'll talk more about it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.